So we know that James Gunn recently came out and made an announcement of, I guess, what they would consider phase one of the new DCU under his leadership. And they basically gave, you know, gave us, you know, an idea of a couple of movies that will be coming out uh, within the next few years. Uh, at least that's what they're planning, as well as along with some television series. Those movies being, starting in 2025, it will be Superman Legacy, which will be a Man of Steel reboot. And then, uh, basically, the, the next one will be The Authority. It'll be a movie. At least we think it's a movie. That, that's what they have up, you know, assembled. It is basically a, a DC Wildstorm imprint. Basically, when DC bought Wildstorm, they bought, you know, they brought the authority in. Um, so it says here that the author that the authority, uh, the superhero symbol dates back to the, a 1999 comic book series under the Wildstorm imprint by DC. It says the authority is a group of seven heroes with very high concept superpowers. One being Jack. Hawksmore is psychologically or psychologically uh, bonded to cities, drawing his strength from them. It'll be the first appearance of Wildstorm canon in the DC universe. Now, what's crazy is they're supposedly being set up to be like the the villains, at least, or at least kind of the anti-heroes that the like the Justice League and all that have to go up against eventually. So that's coming. Then you got a Batman and Robin film, which is The Brave and the Bold, uh, which will be uh, Batman and we're, we're assuming, uh, we're assuming, uh, I would say, um, who is it? Some are assuming it's going to be uh, a Bruce Wayne, Damian Wayne um, story because it's going to be an unusual father and son inspired by the Grant Morrison comic series. So that's a one that they have up their sleeve. Then they have Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, which um, is going to you know, be uh, the sec- only the second theatrical appearance of Supergirl. But um, you know, outside of the '84 Supergirl movie starring you know, Helen Slater as um, you know as uh, Clark's uh, cousin uh, Kara Zor-El, and of course Faye Dunaway as her version of Lex Luthor. Uh, the other thing, the other thing coming as well is Swamp Thing. Um, now Swamp Thing. Uh, first appeared in 1971's House of Secrets, issue 92. Appeared in two movies back in the 80s. The first one, back in 82, directed by Wes Craven. Uh, it says, the lineup announcement says that the movie will investigate the dark origins of Swamp Thing. There's also reports coming out that it will be more horror-themed than any of the other DC um, projects. We also have... Um, some television shows coming. We got Creature Commandos, which is going to be an adult animated series, and it's already pegged at seven episodes. And it will—it's about Amanda Waller, um, the director of the Suicide Squad, forming another super team out of monstrous prisoners. That's why it's going to be adult animated and be a bit darker. Uh, another one uh, featuring Waller is going to be well, the series Waller with Violet. 
Viola Davis, who recently became the newest uh, member of the EGOT section, if you will, for um, winning every reward uh, possible uh, from Tony's Emmys, uh, from Tony's Emmys, uh, Grammys, and uh, Oscars and all that. She's won them all, being like the fourth person to do that. And she will basically be starring in a series based on the DC character Amanda Waller. It says the show will feature Team Peacemaker, will feature Team Peacemaker, and it's written by Christine Crystal Crystalline Henry and Supernatural's Jeremy Carver. You know, Crystalline Crystalline um, Henry is from Watchmen, and Supernatural's Jeremy Carver. Then they got Booster Gold. He's in the works. It'll be uh, he, you know, of course, he's a time traveler. It says that um, he's a long-time comic relief character, uh, or DC's long-time comic relief character is a time traveler who uses basic technology and consumer appliances from the future to make himself a superhero in present day. Then we got the Lanterns, which is going to be based on the Green Lantern Corps and everything. Um, and it's going to be... Basically, it says here, the Green Lantern Corps has been galaxies, the galaxy's foremost law enforcement agency since 1959, making Hal Jordan, Silver Age, Green Lantern, and John Stewart um, per, uh, with uh, first appearance since... In, it says here, let me, re- re- let me rephrase that. It says Lanterns is going to be about the Green Lantern Corps focusing, who have been the galaxy's foremost law enforcement agency since 1959, making Hal Jordan of the Silver Age Green Lanterns and John Stewart, whose first appearance was in 1971, perfect for a buddy cop, buddy cop team-up. DC Studios said it will be in a more... A, a, DC Studios said it will be in an enormous TV event series focused on the two unraveling a dark mystery. So that would be pretty cool. And then we got Paradise Lost. It's set in Themyscira. Uh, so you know we'll touch, it'll basically touch on Wonder Woman's history in the character arc. It's unclear if she will star in it, that being Gaia Gadot. Uh, it says this drama focuses on the genesis and the political intrigue of an island of all women, uh, which sounds very Games of Throny. Now what's interesting is uh, basically the movie's coming out this year. Uh, Shazam, Fury of Gods, The Flash, and Aquaman, you know, the, and The Lost Kingdom, you know, basically those are apparently going to be the last ones pre-DCU, pre-DCU, basically, you know, Detective Comics Universe, DC Comics Universe. Uh, those are going to be pre-ones. If they have any connection, I don't know. I think the only one that would have a connection of taking us out of pre-DCU and into you know, DCU era period would be the Flash. I think there's been talk about that. Uh, what's interesting as well is that James Gunn and his partner took over. You know, they took over as the heads of DC in October, um, and says the two will lead in all movie, television, video games products for the company, with Gunn likely taking on the writing and directing of other projects as well. So basically, there's also speculation and talk. You know, speculation and talk. Of, you know, the fact that not just will the shows and the movies be connected in the same universe, but potentially so with the video games. So if there's any video games coming out, you know, uh, based on, let's say, Superman, 
Batman, whatever, there's going to be a connection of some some kind. Like, you know, if they decide they want to connect Superman Legacy with the Brave and the Bold, you know, there could be a video game that does that. Or if they decide, you know, Waller's going to be the way to connect the two, that would be one way of doing it. So they're going to try to basically say, hey, you need to not only go to the theaters and watch Superman Legacy, but you need to tune in and watch Waller um, as well. And then probably buy this game, you know, based on Legacy that connects it from, you know, Waller to... Um, to the brave and the bold, so it's going to be an interesting kind of unique experiment that Gun and Gun and Saffron are going to be going, um, you know, going after, kind of taking under the belt as we get closer to the release of 2025 Superman Legacy. But the other question, though, is this phase is known as God and Gods and Monsters. That that's what it's called. That's what it's called. It's called Gods and Monsters. That that's what it is, and um, the question is, what would be the next one? What would be uh, the next one uh, after this? Like, what would be the next phase? And I, I you know, honestly, if we're going to go gods and monsters first, you know, starting on July eleventh, twenty twenty five, with Superman Legacy, then I think the most obvious one then, after that, is to be more grounded. You have to be more grounded, and I think the most grounded way we're going to do that is starting uh, with uh, basically the authority. I think this is what I think is going to happen. The next phase after Gods and Monsters, in my opinion, is going to be more grounded, you know, more Earth-based, and you're going to have the authority and the brave and the bold, um, and I would say Swamp Thing and Supergirl being the ones that kind of help out. But I think out of those three, the Authority, Brave and the Bold, and Swamp Thing are going to help initiate the more grounded error that will head into basically the second phase, if you will, the DCU. Uh, Waller, I think, is going to help in that area too. And I think Booster Gold may help in that. But if I was to pick out of the television shows to help contribute to it, I would say Waller and Paradise Lost. So to me... The ones that are going to help, you know, help us get led into the second error, you know, the the second phase, if you will, after the first phase, which is called Gods and Monsters. The second one, which I believe is going to be more grounded. Uh, to me, I feel it's going to be the Authority, the Brave and the Bold, and Swamp Thing, movie-wise, that's going to lead us into that second error, which will be more Earth-based, ground-related. And to help along the way, I see Waller. And I see uh, Booster Gold, and I see Paradise Lost. Those three being television-wise, that will lead us, you know, along with the three movies that I mentioned. You know, that being Swamp Thing, Brave and the Bold, and The Authority. Those six projects, the three television ones, and the movies, are going to help lead us into that second era, which will be more Earth-based and ground-based. And I think that's where you'll start seeing uh, not just other superheroes pop up. But that's when you'll also see other villains pop up. Like I think in that second era, you will see uh, the Joker, you know, show up. I think. Well, you might see the Joker in Brave and the Bold, but I think you'll see. If you don't see him in the Brave and the Bold, I think you will see him pop up in that second in that second era. 
era, that second phase, the more with more ground based and everything. I could see that happening. I could see Chitara showing up and everything to help, you know, bring in that version of Wonder Woman to the big screen and such. You know, I, I could see, you know, other things occurring too. I mean, you know, one of the one of the imprints that, um, you know that. Uh, I'm trying to hold on for a sec. One of the imprints that they have is Image. They have Image under the belt, if you will. Well, at least some of the characters from Image and Wildstorm, and one of them is Wildcats. So I can see the Authority helping to bring the Wildcats into. Uh, into the universe, and I can see the Wildcats being a feature film in the second phase. That, that's what I could see happening. So I see Wildcats through the Authority making their debut in the second phase of the DCU. So that's what I'm looking at. You know, that's what I'm looking at. Um, now the question, obviously, people have is which ones would be more? You know, because I, I saw somebody ask the question via Mint Mobile to John Campia and his crew the other day asking like which movies out of this slate would be, you know, PG thirteen, P you know, R rated, you know, what which ones would, you know, be put in that cat in those categories based on the content, as well as what would be like T V fourteen, T V M A, as far as Max goes, HBO Max and all that. Well, to me, I will agree on one thing. Superman Legacy uh, Brave and the Bold, and Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow, I think those are going to lead more towards PG-13. Now, this Supergirl, um, basically according to what they said, is a Supergirl viewers are not used to seeing. You know, So basically what this could mean is this could be a Supergirl that's a lot more aggressive. I mean, John Campia said it best. It could be a Supergirl that beats up on a criminal and basically tears them to shreds, not realizing what she's done. Thinking she's just, you know, giving justice to, you know, the, you know, to the person this criminal was robbing or something, not realizing that, yeah, she may have given justice, but she went extreme on it. So, you know, so yeah, Supergirl of Woman of Tomorrow could go the R rating, but again, she's a cousin of Superman and everything, so I don't think Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow would be R-rated. I think, yeah, you will see violence and stuff, but she'll be more along the lines of PG-13. I think we can we can pretty much see Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow be a PG-13 movie that's kind of along the lines of, let's say, you know, a, a Black Adam. You know, not, not saying, you know, it's going to be a bad film or anything, but I'm saying I could see it you know, being presented in a way to where it's got its violence, but it's violence that, you know, doesn't really go over the line too much. But then again, we've seen some PG-13 movies in the past couple of decades, you know, be more R-related more or more R-related concept-wise than PG-13. But again, I just don't see Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow being like that. Swamp Thing, based on what's been described about it, yeah, I see that being R-rated along with The Authority. I do. But Superman Legacy, Brave and the Bold, and Superwoman, uh, Supergirl, I should say, Woman of Tomorrow, I see all being PG-13. So out of those first five films they got listed, you know, out of those first five films they got listed, Superman Legacy, Brave and Bold, and Supergirl are going to be PG-13. Swamp Thing and Authority, I think, are going to be rated R. I really do. 
then as far as the shows on television, I think we're all heading MA-wise. Uh, Creature, Creature Commandos, I could see maybe being PG, maybe being TV-14, but I could definitely see it if it's going to be, you know, you know, very dark and it's going to be monstrous prisoners. Uh, I could see it being MA, so it's kind of borderline, but I would say it's going to, I would say this, it'll probably be a, a show to where certain episodes will be 14 and some episodes will be MA. Like you look at Harley Quinn, obviously there's some episodes there that are MA and some that could be 14. So I look at it being in that direction. Waller, I could definitely see being MA based on who the character is. Booster Gold, I could see being TV 14. Lanterns, I could see being, you know, kind of like a dark mystery kind of thing, buddy cop deal. I could see that being TV 14. Paradise Lost, I could kind of see that just like with Creature Commandos where, you know, certain episodes are going to be 14, TV 14 rated and some will be TV MA rated. You know, so that's what I see, you know, on the dock there with all these projects, you know, like wh- which ones I think will lead into the next error, what ratings I think they will get and all that. But who do I think could be in that next error, you know, that second phase of the James Gunn DC uh, universe. Well, they got a lot of titles, and obviously things like Paradise Lost and The Authority, uh, you know, they tend to lead them, uh, lend themselves, I should say, they tend to lend themselves to possibly paving the way for newer projects, you know, based on other characters that DC owns to make their debut in some manner. Like I said, I think uh, the authority, to me, is going to pave the way for the Wildcats to show up, you know, and I think, you know, the Wildcats in the second phase, you know, uh, will basically be, uh, I I would look at it this way, the authority being an R-rated film in the first phase, the second phase, like I said, they're going to pave the way for the Wildcats. I can see the Wildcats being an R-rated film. I could, based on how who's who's uh, some of the characters are, the personalities and stuff. So I could see it being R-rated, but I could also see it being PG-13 rated because it's a group of superheroes. But I would say, since it's Wildstorm, and that's a lot more darker at times than DC period, um, I'm going to go with R-rating on the Wildcats. Um, you know, as far as, like, Swamp Thing goes... I could see that paving the way for a Poison Ivy film, yes, because there is history apparently between those two. So I could see Poison Ivy being brought into the equation, given her own film. I think that will happen. Um, Brave and the Bold, I think that's going to lead us into uh, a Batman uh, Under the Red Hood-like adaption. I think we're going to get Batman uh, you know, uh, showing up uh, in, uh, in the second phase. And part of, you know, along with Damian Wayne, but I think we could see the second film with Batman in that phase being a a Red Hood film and all that. So I see that happening. Superman Legacy and Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, I think, are going to intertwine. I think Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow is going to take place after Legacy. And I could see whoever they got to be Superman showing up at the end of Supergirl and everything to help her out. Maybe even showing up during it, but mostly at the end. And that could lead us, maybe, in my opinion, to a Superman-Supergirl film in the second phase. So already, I could see coming out of this, we're going to get three films in that second phase. Supergirl's, a Superman-Supergirl film, we're going to get you know, a Batman Under the Red Hood-like film, 
and we will get a Wildcats film. Th- those are the ones I feel we're going to get based on, you know, Legacy, Woman of Tomorrow, Brave and Bold, and The Authority. Those are just my, my those are my opinions. Those are my speculations of where I see it going. Um, Swamp Thing, like I said, I can also see Pro- Poison Ivy getting a film out of this. So that's four, actually. So that, that's basically four. So I see Swamp Thing leading to that. You know, a Poison Ivy film, maybe, to where he'll be heavily involved. So I could see maybe a second Swamp Thing film being Swamp Thing, Poison Ivy film. So I could see that. So yeah, there's many things I think they can go go with. So like I said, four films already. Not three, but four films. That being a Superman, Supergirl film, a Batman Under the Red... F- uh, a Batman Red Hood film, you know, a Wildcats film, thanks to the authority, and then a Swamp Thing Poison Ivy uh, film as well. Then we take a look at, like, where do the TV shows, where do they, you know, go, how do they build into the second phase? I think with Waller, that's going to lead us into, uh, I would assume, this is just my opinion, but I would assume a new take on the Suicide a new take on the Suicide Squad, but I think mostly, mostly just look, because I'm looking at my collection right now of, of movies, I think that Waller film is going to lead us into a new revised Birds of Prey series. Well, f- film, but series, I think that Waller series is going to lead us into a Birds of Prey series, a new one, under James Gunn. Uh, Paradise Lost, I think that's going to lead us into a Wonder Woman series that will transition into a movie for the third phase, but for the second phase, I think Paradise Lost will lead us into a new Wonder Woman series. You know, when it's all, you know, when it's all said and done. So I think that's what's going to happen. Um, Creature Commandos, I could see that probably leading into a Metal Man series. We know we're getting an animated Metal Man movie whenever that will be. Hopefully we're still getting that. But I can also see, you know, Creature Commandos leading us into a more mature version of the Metal Men. So I could see that. Um, there's no doubt. Uh, Booster Gold, I could definitely see Booster Gold leading us into a crossover, you know, uh, series. Or at least, well, not a crossover series, but I could see Booster Gold being uh, basically a series that could lead us into a Green Arrow series, a new Green Arrow series under James Gunn. So, yeah, that's what I see happening. You know, Creature Commandos, I could see them leading into a more mature, adult-oriented, animated Metal Men series, not movie, because the movie's going to be something different. Um, I could see Waller leading us into a Birds of Prey series, a new one. Booster Gold into a new Green Arrow series. Paradise Lost into a new Wonder Woman series, all under the uh, James Gunn, Peter Saffron um, direction and, you know, direction and uh, blueprint that they have, you know, currently in their possession. Now, again, I'm not saying this is what's going to happen. I'm just speculating. I'm just speculating on where I see them going you know, based on what they have lined up. But what do you guys think? Do you think I'm right about some of these? Or do you think maybe maybe I'm just off by a bit? What are your thoughts? Again, this is just my opinion, my speculation and theories of where I think they're going to go based on uh, the first phase, which is Gods and Monsters. Again, I think the second phase is going to be more ground-based, aced and everything. And I think we're going to get certain projects out of that 
you know, because of the movies involved in phase one. But movies and shows, I should say, based, you know, based and involved in phase one. But what are your thoughts? Let me know down below in the comments as well as in the live chat during the premiere. Like the video, you will get an audio podcast version of this later at the BW Roses Discussions podcast. Um, well, you can find that at all your favorite audio podcast locations except for Pandora. Also, check me out at Venmo at Brian-11-2, you know, Cash App at BWRoses98. Also, support me on Patreon.com, says BWRoses, with the $1, $3 tier. Also, ladies and gentlemen, check me out at Vimo for content you can't get anywhere else except there. Also, support me at DeviantArt.com, says BVW1979, and at my Teespring store for merchandise you can't get anywhere else. But guys, let me know what your thoughts are, and until then, I am out.